Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome back, everyone. So glad that you're here because I want to dive in to some of the secular psychological self-help books and what what some of them have said because I think it may help you be able to get a better idea about how your self-talk works. Self-talk is beginning, you know, to really become more of a popular idea or theory. But remember, where we want to go as Christians into a gospel self-talk. We don't want to we don't want to do positive self-talk. We don't want to do, you know, an enhancing self-talk. We don't want to do all that. We want to move our conversation to us inside of our head to a gospel place. And we're going to be talking about this. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the voices that you have inside of your head when you're self-talking. Now, I'm not talking about outside voices. I'm not talking about schizophrenic voices or bipolar voices or anything else. This is your average normal and what we struggle with as people talking about the voices that we struggle with. Like, um, I have, you know, the Nazi voice that I call the Nazi voice, the one that's so critical about everything. Um, this one lady has identified several different kinds of voices that people have, and one of them, you can, you know, check this out and see if this is also pertains to you, is a perfectionist voice. The idea is it's, it is to help you to be perfect. It's to help you not be criticized by being lazy, being sloppy. That voice, perfectionist voice, is telling you, you have got to draw it straight. You've got to cut it straight. You know, put this on the plate just right like this. Any kind of perfectionist that you that you have... And if you think about that, if you have that perfectionistic voice, you're never very far from it because you think that it's, it's helping you stay out of trouble. It's, it's helping you to not be rejected. We're going to get into the deeper spiritual side of these voices here after we kind of let's, let's look at them a little bit. Another voice is the pusher. You know, you got to get up, you're lazy, you can't rest, you can't, you can't um, sit back and enjoy, you have to get going, you got to, you got to go, go, go. It's that voice that um, pushes you so you can be successful. So you won't be lazy and you won't be a burden. You, you got to take care of it and do yourself. Don't, don't sit back and let somebody else do the dishes for a change. No, no, no. You got to get up. You got to do it because that's, that's what you have to do. And it's a continual push and in your soul and your spirit, man, you can kind of feel it just pressure 
on the inside. It's a, it's a pressure. And it wants you to be able, you know, you have to prove yourself, which is, which is part of the lie that you will believe is you have to prove yourself. And truly, really, you can't. There is no way to prove yourself. It, that's never done. That's never over. You can never prove yourself enough. But we believe the lie. And so we have this voice inside that pushes you. Because the gospel is given to you without your own works. You can't work for it. You can't do anything to make it better. You can't make Christ love you more or love you less. And so this pusher wants you to believe the lie that you are going to be rejected because people are going to see you as lazy and you you have to do these things to prove yourself. This voice is is trying to, you know, protect you, but really it's it's a harm. Another voice is is the spoiler voice. Anytime that you are experiencing any kind of good in your life or happiness in your life, then it says, oh, don't get too happy. Look, the other shoe's going to fall. Oh, look, something's fixing to happen. You know, I, I hate it when people say, oh, bad things happen in threes, bad things happen. And I just break it every single time. I just break that lie. I don't know where they came from, but I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to believe it. But if you have this spoiler voice in there that's that's trying to help you so you don't feel too good because something's going to go wrong and you don't want to be too happy because then you're going to be let down even more. You want to be just, you can experience a little happiness, but not too much happiness. And that voice will just tell you, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And then you get mad. Why can't I just experience this moment as, as being happy? Well, you got an A this time, but... You didn't study so hard for the set test, and you might not. You probably won't get a bit. You know what I probably want? It's that voice that's going to help you stay in this safe area in this way that you won't be hurt because the other shoe is going to drop. The other something bad is going to drop, and it's a lie that you believe. So when Christ is talking to us, he wants us to experience his joy. He doesn't oh, only experience a tiny bit of joy so that you won't be disappointed too much when, you know, the troubles of life are going to come. He actually, in James, talks about count all those struggles as joy. And and I've always wondered at that, like, Lord Jesus, I am not to the joy part yet. <laughs> this is a big struggle. I'm not to the joy part. But he says, joy will come. He says, I am joy. And joy is a strength. You know, laughter is good medicine for their soul, but don't laugh too much. So some people really have this voice very strong in them. And, you know, you have once again fallen for the lie. Another voice that people have is the guilter. Oh, this is, this is a really good one. And if you have a parent that you feel that guilt trips you a lot, then you understand they have a voice on the inside of them that makes them feel guilty a lot. (laughs) Or if you have a friend that's always feeling guilty about something, 
this guilt voice is to help you to be more compliant. It's, it's to help you not to do the wrong thing. It's to help you. You can't, don't throw the piece of paper out because that's not being a good Christian. You can't, you got to pick it up. You got to put it in the trash. You can't, it's constantly on you to tell you this is right. This is wrong. You got to do the right thing. You got to do the right thing. Look how others are looking at you. You've got to make sure that you're doing right. You And if you do anything that's wrong, then you begin to feel really, really guilty and you begin to feel bad. And so part of this protective voice is, is to help you see what you need to do to make things good, to make things right, to make others feel better. And so you believe the lie that guilt helps you. And there is nothing in the scripture that Christ says is good about guilt. Guilt and shame do not come from him, but you can have the guilting voice. So you believe the lie. Oh, look, it, it helps me. It's helping me to do the right thing. So you can see how some of these voices will come into us and begin to rehearse in us because we believe the lie that they're keeping us safe. Let's talk about another voice. How about the conformist? It helps you to stay on the straight and narrow. So... Maybe you have a little guilt and a little conformist to help you stay in line so you don't go running amok and getting off the straight and narrow path. The idea is this voice tries to keep you safe so that you don't ever experience rejection. I hope you are beginning to see a pattern with how all these different types of voices and Next time we'll cover over a few more voices, but how the basicness of the different voices that we have are there to help keep us safe, safe from rejection, safe from vulnerability, safe from shame, guilt, embarrassment, all kinds of feelings. These voices get developed because of how we've grown up. And, you know, some people have more of one kind of voice and less of that kind and we have these different voices that fit with us and what we've learned and what we've grown and what our biggest need of feeling safe is some people don't mind being feeling vulnerable or having people laugh at them actually they kind of do it more on purpose so that people will laugh at them so they probably won't have much of a conformist kind of voice on the inside saying you know you're an idiot. You need to do as the crowd is doing. Do what the classroom is doing. Do what the church is doing. Don't, don't follow yourself. Don't follow any kind of other voice that says you know you need to get out there and and do things. So it really just depends on what you need as in as a deep feeling of need to feel safe. So maybe today you can think about some of those voices. That's just some of the ones that have been identified. But think about, um, do you believe in some of those lies? Do you believe in some of those voices? Are you paying attention to the kind of voices that are talking to you? The harassments that you get? 
Because always on some of the harassments, there's a low level of harassment on a general basis. But every once in a while, these voices can take a really dark turn and really begin to beat you up, basically. And then that's when you kind of know you have a little demonic influence there going on, poking you, wanting you to feel bad, terrible, horrible, and awful about yourself, which is the very thing you don't want to feel that the voices are trying to keep you from. But safety is such a very perilous walk to have to walk. Think about if you have any of these kind of voices, where do you fit in? What is the lie that you believe that you need to have in order to stay safe? Pray that the Lord gives you revelation. Thank you guys for listening. I look forward to tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye. Soul Lives is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.